Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to today's episode of I'm a Muslim and that's okay. Again, it's Thursday night, 10.35. That seems to be the magic number because <laughs> figures, well in quarantine you have to be re- recording the po- podcast at the dead of night sometime when everybody's asleep and there's peace and quiet. But y'all tell me, how's the quarantine treating you? All I can say is, uh, uh, it's been a long 10 years. (laughs) It sure seems that way, but, you know, Texas has only been on lockdown for about two weeks, maybe a little more. And, uh, gosh, you really, really begin to appreciate all the teachers. I mean, it's not like the kids aren't having online school and stuff. I mean, yeah, sort of. It's not full-time classes for at least one of my kids, and the other one's basically getting a free reign on everything. <laughs> he doesn't have any classes. He's a first grader. He, you know, his teacher. I mean, his teacher's really nice. Sends all the resources and everything, and he's got his, you know, really fancy schmancy educational games. My God, they're so fancy. I mean, uh, there's one. Um, he's playing this uh, these days. I think it's called Prodigy. And I was just looking at it, and it's like this RPG game that, you know, has math problems. And when you solve those math problems, you know, you progress ahead. And I was looking at this, and I'm like, I, I used to game, you know, not so much anymore, you know. I, and I wasn't like a serious gamer like my brother is. I mean, he's got all this high, high-tech stuff. But anyway, point is, so... Uh, I've played all the classic games, Mario, Final Fantasy, and all of these things. And I was looking at my son's Prodigy game, and it's like, my God, this has better graphics than Final Fantasy 2 or 3 or 4, whatever you want to say. And But it, it's... It's funny, but I, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for those games or whatever you want to call them, educational apps, because they really do a good job, you know, teaching my kids and keeping them out of my hair for, uh, I don't know, half an hour. And, you know, I'm trying to limit them about how much they get. And if it was up to my older son, he'd be on it forever and ever and ever until the end of time. But, you know, can't have him do that. So, but, yeah, it's a struggle to keep the demons entertained. (laughs) I know it's so bad. I mean, I gave birth to them. They're my children, but, you know, it's it's, it's hard. And uh, you do appreciate all the hard work the teachers put in to try to keep them in line and and it's so awful and my my older son he has uh, these online classes and unfortunately his teachers are not as well versed in technology and these zoom and skype meetings as the kids they're teaching it's so bad i mean my my son is you know he's like his mom probably the biggest square in existence but the other kids, they can be really disruptive. I mean, uh, his uh, he was telling me that on Skype, like somebody kept throwing kids out, even the teacher out of the, the, the meeting. And I was like, gosh, why, does, why do these kids know how to do this? And, you know, they take control of screen sharing on Zoom. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> oh, like They're a handful, and these poor teachers have to, like, deal with all of this. It's terrible. But, uh, yeah... And um, it's, it's, it's for me as a parent, you know, it's, 
A, keeping them entertained, and B, trying to keep them from eating us out of the house. I mean, it's not just that they're boys. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's boredom eating. That's what they're doing these days. And yeah, I don't blame them. You know, if I didn't have IBS, that's what I would probably be doing too. But you know, it doesn't work that way. So, I mean, uh, they are basically whatever, whatever few seconds they have and they don't know what to do with it. They're in the pantry waiting it or, or, you know, trying to figure out what next sugar buzz they can get. So awful. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to keep them entertained. And you know, you could go the traditional route. And I saw a lot of uh, moms, and you know, kudos to them if they can get their kids to follow this. But they had these, I mean, you see them on Facebook all the time, these really nice, like, boards up. And it's got these time slots all really well organized you know 8 a.m we'll have a nice breakfast 9 a.m we'll we'll do reading time 10 a.m we'll do this and i think oh no that's never going to work out with any of mine and i mean if it works that's awesome and i mean i get it kids have a certain structure they'll follow and you know it keeps them you know, focused, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I somehow can't get my kids to do anything at a certain time. It just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's my failure as a parent. I don't know, but uh, I try. And um, I haven't been able to create a schedule, but I have been able to teach them cards. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I know it's weird, but. I come from a background of lots of card players, and um, I don't, although I don't know like the heavy stuff like poker and any, or anything, but my mom taught us a lot of card games, and you know not just like go fish and stuff like that, but you know she taught me gin rummy, she taught me like trump. I don't know um, what do you call that in, in the U.S., but we used to call it trumps. So I, I probably will have to find that out. I mean, what's it called in the U.S. And um, she taught us, uh, what else, uh, um, Black Queen. Uh, and yeah, it's not called Black Queen in the US, it's called Hearts. So yeah, I know how to play Hearts and all of these things my mom taught me. And you know, I remember when we were younger, every Saturday we used to like congregate at my, my maternal grand, grandparents' house. And we, my, the, Every, all the older people, like my mom, dad, my grand grandfather, my uncles, they would like congregate around this table, and all they'd be playing uh, uh, like multiple rounds of what they called the card game sweep. And again, I don't know if this is like a British term or if it's a U.S. term, but every, they used to play it, and you know, we would be like running around making noise, but they would have this intense you know card rounds of of sweep and you know there'd be lots of like laughing and you know pointing each other out that they're cheating and stuff like that so yeah that's uh, you know all those card games that my mom taught me and uh, I was like hmm so found me a deck of cards and I was like let's see what I can teach my kids of course like they're a six six year old nine year old can't really teach them gin rummy or I mean it's not something that they'll be able to focus on at this point but um, I taught them first of all the very standard go fish so they know go fish so we started with that and I taught them snap and there's another game um, and again it was funny 
I was gonna, you know, link up, um, uh, you know, some YouTube videos of some of these games in the description, but I couldn't find the one that I knew that most people might not be aware of. It's a game called Joker. And I tried searching it up on YouTube, but I never got any um, English videos that showed the game Joker. Only videos from uh, from uh, um, from South Asia, and it's probably a game that we came up with, and only we know of, but the rest of the world doesn't. I don't know how that is, but I could not find any English videos. I was like, eh, that's no good. But I I taught my kids Joker, and uh, maybe I'll get into that, you know, in one of the other podcasts. But it's pretty simple, and the rules are simple, and the kids really enjoy it. And the other game I taught them was bluff. And again, I'm not sure if this is an American term or just a British term, but um, basically all you're doing is lying and you know trying to uh, get, get rid of all the cards in your hand. So I taught them go fish, um, go fish, joker, um, and bluff. And what else did I teach them? There's four games. Oh, anyway. So taught them cards. So that's what we're doing in some of the time in the middle. And again, if anybody has expectations that any of the things that they activities that they've planned is going to keep their kids entertained for more than, oh, I don't know, five minutes. I mean, they're in for a real shocker because that's not how kids work. They, <laughs> you, I, I mean, I, I, I've, I know some kids whom can be entertained for hours on things like word searches and um, maybe puzzle books. And I used to be one of them because obviously I was there in the time of the dinosaurs. The internet was not there. That's all we had. So, you know, we used to have these Where's Waldo books and we used to have word searches. I even did Mensa books for fun. Yeah, that's how big of a nerd I was. And still am, probably. Um, And um, that used to keep me entertained for hours, but I cannot imagine my children being entertained by any of those for more than a few minutes. I can't even get my children to read. And I was an avid reader. I mean, I would go through a, a book, like, in two days, and then I would start on another book and another book, and I can't get either of my kids to read. So, I mean... I can't keep them entertained uh, for more than a few minutes, so I, I I wish I was some help in that area. But card games is one thing, you know, you guys probably could try with your kids, and uh, then the rest is screen time. I'm 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 sorry, it is what it is. I mean, we try to take them out for walks and stuff in the evening when the weather is cooler because it's really really hot in Texas. I mean, we just had. We had, we had our winter like last week and then now it's blazing hot summer now and it's probably going to get worse. So, but I mean, and the thing is, the, the great thing is now with the quarantine and no, and you know, most people not going to work, I think the, the great blessing is, is that most families can spend time together when originally that they couldn't and I know that causes other problems I mean 
you do have to work to be able to sustain your family. I mean, that is how it is. And I'm, I know that many people must be struggling at a time like this. And I hope the stimulus bill, I mean, uh, gives some hope to people. And I'm hoping to the right people, not the wrong people. You know, um, the people who need it the most. And it's the people who rely on every single paycheck, not just one humongous paycheck every at the end of every month. So I, I, I get that, that, you know, not having a job is obviously very stressful for a lot of families. But it is a time when we can really reconnect with with our kids, and that's what me and me and my family are doing. I mean, um, I've been biking for a couple of months, but my younger one, you know, he really really wanted to join me, and I was like, "Oh, you don't have a bike, so we got him a bike." And now he's got he's on his training wheels, and you know, trying to really he's really working hard at it. And when before before he didn't when he had school the problem was and i i don't know um if u.s schools were always this way but when i was growing up in pakistan our schools were never this long they really weren't and that's what i found most distressing about schools here and i understand why the schools are so long because Many parents do have to work long hours to make ends meet and the longer the child stays at school the less they would have to pay for child care. I, I completely get that. It's it's not something that I, I hold parents responsible for. It's just that it's not something I was used to because our schools ended um, when I was growing up in Pakistan at 1.30. That's literally how it was. I was home by 2.30 even with the hour-long bus ride and uh, what I see that my kids get off at three and because both my kids go to two separate schools it's about an hour commute and they're home at four and they have to do homework and are somehow also sort of expected to do extracurricular which my kids don't because I just I don't think that that is okay for kids that young to be to have so much on their plate at such a young age when they're older and they can make the decision that they want to do an extracurricular because I don't know their friends are in it whatever it is they can make that decision but I mean I can see that they're so tired by the end of the school day they really don't have any strength to do anything but just to sit in front of the TV and just not have to worry about uh, doing anything or learning anything new I get it I mean, I I just can't imagine how long that day is for kids so young. So I've I've always found this very unusual about the U.S. schooling system because I never went through it. So I, at this time now, I, I can see it, especially in, in my younger son. He's my, you know, he's my go-getter. He wants to do everything, and he really, really wants to like pick up on new things because he now has the time and the energy to be able to devote to them. And um, I'm hoping that during this time, we'll be able to get him off his training wheels and, you know, teach my older one how to ride a bike too. I mean, that's a separate thing altogether. 
and he doesn't know how to ride a bike and he can't put in put on training wheels now and it's going to be interesting but you know slow and steady let's see so and uh it's the the times in the evenings which are which are good times for you know if like us and i i i guess i say it because we have the luxury to to not have to worry about uh, next job or where our next paycheck is coming from at this moment that you know you people can bond their, with their families and really spend good times with them and i'm hoping that it's only good times because you know sometimes when you're stuck together it does bring out the worst in people but i i think this is one of those silver linings in those in this situation even when you hear the news about so many casualties and so many people who are affected by covid-19 but i think it's given us a real opportunity to to have to have to stop and really be able to do the things that are important with the people who are important in our lives So I hope, you know, you know, I'm able to, I don't know, add a few card games to your arsenal of things to help keep kids entertained. Otherwise, you know, I told a friend of mine, you know, at this point they're feral. I let them do what they want to do. If they want to paint the cat, they can paint the cat as long as the paint doesn't get on the walls, which of course will it will, but you know, <laughs> and they won't paint the cat, trust me. You know, they love the cat, but I'm it's like at 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 exactly 3:30 I'm done. And I'm like you do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> so, but uh you know, it is hard with you know, as especially as a single uh, stay-at-home parent or with both stay-at-home parents for at this point especially. But uh, I hope everyone who's listening can have an opportunity to really slow down re reevaluate their life you know pick up a hobby or you know rediscover a hobby i really really want to i used to have lots of hobbies before um my tweedledum and tweedledee but <laughs> even now and i'm thinking about like i really should you know un- unroll my um you know I, i don't know if any of you have done those those crystal pictures or something like the diamond pictures you know when which you're sticking up the diamonds on this adhesive sheet which has a paper, it's like a paint by number with gems and stuff and i bought those like 6 months ago i i still i mean even with the fact that i'm not running around or doing a job that i have not been able to do this and <laughs> I I'm like I don't know when and I bought a puzzle for us and yeah as you can imagine uh, my my younger one he uh, you know I bought a cat puzzle and he bought an NFL puzzle even though nobody in our house watches the NFL I know so I mean I know I'm going to have people outside my house with pitchforks and you know torches and stuff for that but uh, it's true uh, nobody does I mean but the thing is he, his friends are really into it now he's really into it and he demanded that I buy him a thousand piece NFL puzzle and I got him one but of course it's untouched. So yeah, I mean, okay, and here's to hoping that you know we can strike a balance of teaching our kids new things and then just leaving them be so that we don't lose our minds.
And with that, uh, you know, I hope we can get through this together. And please, I don't care how crazy it is, don't break the quarantine. And I'm only saying this because yesterday we were out and uh, me and my family, and I don't mind, you know, families going out for walks, you know, keep your distance from other people, that's fine. But we have a lake close to our housing, I guess, facility, not facility, <laughs> housing uh, complex. And um, it, it was a party going on down there and that's the stuff that makes me nervous. That, yeah, I get it, people are tired of staying at home, not sure what to do, but I don't think that's a good idea. So please stay at home unless you really, really have to go out. And if you go out, go to open spaces, not closed spaces. Do not gather in large groups and stay safe until we can figure this out. And with that, may peace be on you all and hope to see you next week on hopefully a Friday, if not Thursday night, in the middle of the night. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.